0: This is our devotional commentary for Joshua chapter 14. I'm Pastor Doug Corlew. Welcome to the Abide Podcast, where we daily begin with the reading of God's Word. These are the inheritances that the people of Israel received in the land of Canaan, which Eliezer the priest and Joshua the son of Nun, and the heads of the fathers' houses of the tribes of the people of Israel, gave them to inherit. Their inheritance was by lot, just as the Lord had commanded by the hand of Moses, for the nine and one-half tribes. For Moses had given an inheritance to the two and one-half tribes beyond the Jordan. But to the Levites he gave no inheritance among them, for the people of Joseph were two tribes, Manasseh and Ephraim. And no portion was given to the Levites in the land, but only cities to dwell in with their pasture lands for their livestock and their substance. The people of Israel did as the Lord commanded Moses. They allotted the land. Then the people of Judah came to Joshua at Gilgal, and Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, the Kenizzite, said to him, You know what the Lord said to Moses, the man of God, and Kadesh Barnea concerning you and me? I was forty years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to spy out the land, and I brought him word again as it was in my heart. But my brothers who went up with me made the heart of the people melt. Yet I wholly followed the Lord my God. Moses swore on that day, saying, Surely the land on which your foot has trodden shall be an inheritance for you and your children forever, because you have wholly followed the Lord my God. And now behold, the Lord has kept me alive, just as he said these forty-five years since the time that the Lord spoke this word to Moses, while Israel walked in the wilderness. And now behold, I am this day 85 years old. I'm still as strong today as I was in the day that Moses sent me. My strength now is as my strength was then, for war and for going and coming. So now give me this hill country of which the Lord spoke on that day. For you heard on that day, how the Anakim were there, with great fortified cities. It may be that the Lord will be with me, and I shall drive them out, just as the Lord said. Then Joshua blessed him, and he gave Hebron to Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, for an inheritance. Therefore Hebron became the inheritance of Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, the Kenizzite, to this day, because he wholly followed the Lord, the God of Israel. Now, the name of Hebron formerly was Kiriath Arba. Arba was the greatest man among the Anakim. And the land had rest from war. In school, one cool kid gets a certain haircut. And soon, everyone wants the same look. In business, a few companies find success, then others adopt their strategy. In politics, one candidate surges into polls, and undecideds swing their way. In sports, a championship team tends to attract new fans. All these are examples of the bandwagon effect, as it's called. People want to be on the winning side. We are eager to conform to popular trends. We like to be fashionable. The bandwagon effect can lead to massive changes in the way people think. Personal beliefs often change based on public opinion. Convictions crumble for fear of being on the wrong side of history. It can even happen in the church, where the spiritual interest of some may depend on social factors. But in Joshua 14, we find someone who is known for a commitment to God that was consistent, exclusive, sincere, and uncompromising. Caleb, he was not a fair-weather follower or a bandwagon believer. No matter what others said or did, this man, holy, followed the Lord. First, Caleb followed the Lord with courage. Verses 6-8 through eight. Reflecting on an event that took place 45 years earlier, he reminds Joshua how the two of them resisted the majority view. The other ten spies were afraid to obey God, causing the entire nation to tremble in doubt. But Joshua and Caleb filed the minority report that God should be trusted and the mission should proceed. They saw the same challenges, but they saw their God as Bigger than those challenges. And they were willing to risk isolation and rejection to say so. Second, Caleb followed the Lord with perseverance. Verses 9 and 10. 45 years had passed since the day that he and Joshua were outvoted by the bandwagon. A lot can change in 45 years. Culture can change. People can change. Some of my friends who claim to be followers of Jesus back then, 45 years ago, they no longer follow him today. And some of them are no longer alive today. Caleb must have attended a lot of funerals during those years in the wilderness. More than 2 million people were buried. So there must have been 140 funerals a day for 40 years. But the Lord not only kept Caleb breathing, he kept him Believing. And third, Caleb followed the Lord with energy. Verses 11 and 12. At an age when most people are putting on their slippers, Caleb is lacing up his cleats. When others are ready to coast, he's ready to climb. Give me that mountain, he says. Assign me to the Anakim. Maybe I can take those fortified cities. This is the energy of faith. He's confident, but not cocky. Still going strong. Age 85. Thanks for listening to the Abide Podcast. For more information about Summit Church of Alta, go to summitofc.com. And I'll meet you again next time as we abide, living daily in the Word.